Did I tell you about my first job? Mm-mm. I worked for a submarine company, but they went under. You know, okay, my well, first job was working for Bill Knapps. So that just can't be. It can't I even know. be a thing. Well, I thought you were um, going to talk like an adult talks. No, I just oh, had to okay. say that. And we don't have to use that for the intro because that was really bad. No, yeah. it stays in. If what I feel like what you're trying to do is sabotage us from the jump. And I want people to know where your head is at. I don't even know where my head is at because <laughs> there's way too much going on in the world today for me to even, I, t- I tell you what, the other day when, when the whole issue of the Texas abortion law came up, Sonia and I, my wife and I were talking about it and Sonia said, you know, what, what do you think? And I, and I, like we had a half an hour discussion about it and how infuriating all of it is on for us. And, and I said, but also I just like, I haven't posted anything social media wise. I haven't engaged in any discussions because I just don't know how much more I can give. Yeah. And I recognize that that's part of that is privilege for sure. But also I'm, I'm so, I feel like I'm such an empath that the more riled up I get and upset, I get the more drained I get, the more I just can't function in the world. And so where do I want to focus my energy to fight? Right. What issue Mm -hmm. or issues do I want to focus on? Because I can't I can't do them all. I literally cannot do them all. Yeah. And it's just exhausting. So so where's my head at? I do I have no idea. (laughs) I am I don't know. It must be really hard in a moment like this to be you. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) I'm such a jerk. Um I'm sorry. I I I I understand that you are also sympathetic and and I recognize that and appreciate that. And totally don't would never want to minimize your feelings on that i and i know that you don't think that you have it the hardest but i know no that, no gosh um, Let me, you know yeah. the listeners <laughs> expect something a specific thing from me <laughs> and i just want to make sure that i'm delivering sure. um because we didn't get that blue apron sponsorship for nothing that's right <laughs> or the purple mattress or the yeah. red rum Door? no i don't know uh no the red smock the handmaid's tale that's where we're at now so, oh yeah, mine was delivered already. Because yeah. Uh, so Kim, uh, yep. today's episode is the California recall because as we're recording this, that is impending upon us very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as this release is also like it's it hasn't quite happened yet, but it's going to. And you have been absolutely up to your eyeballs in this mess. Yeah. And I'm just very curious. To, know, to hear more of from your perspective as a Californian and also as a uh, political science uh, nerd. And, <laughs> and I just like, I want to understand what's going on. Cause like, here's the thing I know I, what I, what I know about you is that you may not like as a Democrat, you may not love everything that Newsom does governor Newsom does. I think you've been outspoken on some things that he messed up mm-hmm. and yet you have opinions about this whole recall. And so, yeah, so that's what we're talking about today is the California recall of Governor Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Uh, What the hell, man? Well, so let me let's let's break it down a little bit so that people know my opinions from the jump. Personally, my opinion is that this recall is really stupid. But looking at it politically and looking at it, like you said, from a political science perspective, um, this recall is stupid. (laughs) It's stupid. <laughs> um, did I take you for a little ride there? Yeah, that was good. That's got good. On the, got in the car, went for a ride. Uh, no, it's all stupid. Listen, so if you're not a Californian and you're not um, interested in California politics, 
hopefully you are, if you are the second one, if you're not interested in California politics, hopefully you're not a Californian. <laughs> if you're a Californian, I'm really sorry. I know it sucks. You got a lot going on. You got to get interested right now. Gavin Newsom has been, people have been trying to recall Newsom the whole time he's been in office. And, and yeah, like you said, I want to be really clear that like, I do like some of the stuff he's done. I don't like some of the stuff he's done. He's not a perfect governor. And to be perfectly honest, if he can survive this recall, he is up for reelection next year, which I'm going to talk about in a second. But when he is up for reelection, a Democrat will run against him. And I will, depending on who it is, very, very likely vote for that Democrat in the primary. I just I'm not wild about about the guy, but he so is up here, for reelection. Let me ask, sure. Let me ask this. So you said in in the primary, we just went through, I mean, a year, a year ago, whatever now it's been. Um, a presidential election where the primary was a joke. The mm-hmm. incumbent didn't have anybody run up against him in the primary. I feel like that happens in most elections where the incumbent, the primary is just a joke. Nobody's going to go up against him or her. Like mm-hmm. no, no, no one's going to run against the incumbent out of their own party because they're just going to get this. That's not the case. You don't think I for don't next know. year with Newsom? I, I actually don't know because I don't know where the Democrats are right now. Yeah. Like, genuinely. Um, so as everybody who suffered through all of our intros last season knows, I run a nonprofit. It's a nonpartisan nonprofit. We are working to get Californians to go vote. This um, episode, by the way, will come up right before the election. So right? Right before? Yeah. Yep. So if you're in California, you have not voted yet, you can go to... We're the people, W-E-R-E, we're the people.org slash California recall, all spelled out, all lowercase for information about the recall. If you need to, like, find your ballot, find a polling place, all that kind of stuff. That's all there. I feel like I am seeing I'm not seeing enough get out the vote stuff like we're doing as much as we can. We are can. But it's not like um, we don't have a big team and a big budget. We're the people.org slash donations. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But like, why, why, where, where are the Democrats right now? Now, it, I'm nonpartisan or the organization is nonpartisan. For the sake of the organization, I'm not saying we're the Democrats. I am saying for me personally, where are the Democrats? We have screwed this election or the Democrats, California Democrats have screwed up this election so, so hard. And I think it's all, all on Newsom. And actually, this recall makes me like him less but I still voted no on the recall because we're not even like they're not even. So basically, here's how the ballot works. Question number one, should you should we recall Gavin Newsom? Yes or no. Do we want to replace him? Question two, if he is recalled, who should take his place as governor? It's a difficult. It is a little bit confusing because you can answer the first question. You don't have to answer the second question. Answering a candidate on the second does not change your vote on the first. So it's a little bit confusing the way that we do it. The Democrats are not running a backup plan. The messaging is vote no on the recall. Leave question two blank. The way that this works in California is you do not have to. There are a ton of people running on the ballot, by the way, to be governor. Um, You do not have to get 50 percent of the vote. You just have to get the majority. And like math wise, with so many people on the ballot, you actually you can win the governorship If 51% of the state, so basically half of the state wants to recall Newsom and only 20 per like the the majority gets 20%, that means that we could have a governor who's only half of California even wants and only 20% voted for, but that's who wins. And the the messaging's all off. Like, why were we not saying 
say no for the recall, but as a backup plan, just in case, vote for this person. Right. Who's been in the office, who knows what's going on, that way we're not. We're in the middle of a financial crisis, forest fires, climate change. We've got a pretty bad unhoused situation here that we are just starting to fix. COVID still exists. We're arguably in the worst part of it now. And we're just going to hand over the keys to somebody who, by the way, Larry Elder is the is polling the best of all the Republicans. He thinks that reparations should be paid to people that enslaved our Americans. He thinks that they should get reparations. Enslaved people were property in his eyes. So they when these white people suddenly could not abuse physically, mentally, sexually abuse enslaved people. They lost their property and should be paid reparations. That is what he thinks. So this is not like a, a th- this isn't like 2003 where we're going to vote for Schwarzenegger. That dude, not a great governor, but also not the worst. Not great. Not great. Wasn't my favorite. At least he cared about politics. Larry Elder is scary and will turn California if you're in California right now and watching what's happening in all these other states, in Texas, in Michigan, in Florida, and you're not and your ballot, which was mailed to your house, is just sitting at home and you haven't filled it out yet. We're not going to be that different from these other states if we don't get it together. I, I don't even I don't even like there was so much in that. I am still yeah, baffled sorry. by the fact that. A, and I still have human... so many more things. <laughs> Well, I mean, this, I mean, this is going to be the Kim show because there's a lot going right. on and, and no, don't be sorry. This is fascinating to me. First of all, just the fact that a human thinks that those who enslaved other humans deserve an I'm sorry, because mm-hmm. we finally said that's not okay. And yet those who were enslaved and abused and murdered and they don't deserve anything like how in the, and I just looked him up. didn't know who he was. Um, it appears to me that he is, uh, not white. He is black. He, yeah. He's a black man. Yeah. That that confuses me. It confuses to no me end. too. I as a white person, um, I, I I it confuses me, but it's also not, you know, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I, I, don't I, get I do it. know. I don't get anybody doing it. Um, it is what being so heartless that you think that reparations are owed to the people that enslaved Americans, but I don't know where to like, I don't know how to, as a white person, I don't know how to process the additional fact that he is black and saying that stuff. And I've talked with black Americans who have said, oh yeah, there are plenty of our own race who are racist and support white supremacy. And we don't understand it. It's always been that way. We are not a monolithic culture. We don't Mm -hmm. all agree. And that's the beauty of it. Like we don't all agree and that's okay. And yet there are those who lift up white supremacy within their own race. And I don't, and I like that. Oh my gosh, that baffles me. Now, sadly, he, uh, his education is university of Michigan and university of Michigan law school. So Uh-oh. sorry, my state turned out a dumb, dumb. Anyway, why um, did you do this to us? I, I'm very sorry. So the fact that, so when, when you and I talked, and you told me about how the ballot works. I, I was confused and I'm a relatively not dumb person. I didn't understand. Like, okay, so if I vote no, because I don't, I don't want him recalled, mm-hmm. I still have to vote on his replacement. You don't and, have to. Well, but I mean, you should because you want to have a voice. Right. Because yeah. if I don't vote, then a Republican is going to win. Like, because the 
of the state is all it takes to recall him. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. There's a big push to recall him. Mm-hmm. But if I want him to stay in and I vote no, and then I'm just like, okay, I'm done. No, I'm not done. I need to also try to replace him with somebody that I think, like, and just in case, this is who it should go to. Mm-hmm. Man. And, and I don't know that there's a better way to do it, but I mean, I guess it, once you, once you logically think through it, it basically makes sense. Like it's two questions and you have to have both answered. I mean, you don't have to, but like, I get it. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Why? Like he's up for reelection next year. Yeah. So here's, so he, like I was saying earlier, he has, they, they've been trying to recall him basically nonstop. It is a, He's this is the messaging, but it is fairly accurate, which is it is like a Trumpian kind of recall situation. Um, It's you know, it started that way. And now people are like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea. It's not a good idea. But uh, they've been trying to recall him nonstop. He did a couple things that really got the ball moving a little bit further. For example, on actually the ballot that elected him uh, on that same ballot, California voted, had the opportunity to vote to keep or get rid of the death penalty. I don't agree with the death penalty. California said, let's keep it. Newsom signed an executive order to get rid of it after voters voted on it. It's that kind of stuff where it's like, okay, so people started to kind of get the ball rolling, but you only have a specific period of time where you can get the amount of signatures you need. So they just never got the right amount of signatures every single time. However, for COVID with all the lockdowns and everything, they started a new petition to get him recalled. And then he went to, in the middle of the lockdowns, went to a French laundry, which is a very, very fancy restaurant. And my joke has always been, listen, this thing sucks. But if you get reservations at the French laundry, you keep your reservations at the French laundry. Yeah, um, right. It's very fancy. It's very exclusive. It's hard to get reservations. And it's, and it's like, very expensive. And I think just because it's fancy and also he broke his own rules and went to a birthday dinner there. Um, that is the thing that got the signatures on the ballot to, or on the petition to recall him, which is that, I mean, this is what we're dealing with in New York. Cuomo is out because he harassed, he sexually harassed women. He verbally harassed other people. Uh, he, he was a bad man. And so he got uh, he ended up stepping down. But we don't really have that here in California. We have as a governor that. You know, some people aren't wild about. And then he went to a dinner and now we're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars. Right before his election, re-election, you know, when the January 6th insurrection happened and President Trump was on his way out already. People called for his um, impeachment because he broke the law, because he put us in danger, because he incited a riot, not just because he did something dumb. So doing it at the last minute puts it on his record. And and people and, and, and I said and I described this because I heard a lot of people say uh, in, in my world, well, don't, well, don't try to impeach him. He's on his way out. That's just dumb. That's a waste of money, it's a waste of resources, et cetera, et cetera. But in all reality, because like. If you break the law and he did as president, he needs to be punished. Like, that's what that is. This is a different story, you think? Like, is this different for you? I think this is a different story completely. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's, I think the um, recall is, the, the reason that people want to recall is different. I don't think it's a different story as in 
I think that Republicans just want to say whatever they want to say. So they don't care. They didn't. It could have been six months before Trump was out of office. They still would have said, no, don't do it. It's too soon. Blah, blah, blah. There, it's the exact same situation here as far as the timing goes. It's obviously much further out from the election, but it's the same thing. And they're like, yeah, let's waste the money, the resources, all of it. And by the way, I mean, I don't know, but if I had to guess, I would say it's cheaper to impeach and put the vice bump up the vice president. Maybe I'm not, maybe not, but I yeah. would think on a federal level that it's cheaper than the hundreds of millions of dollars for this election. Maybe right. not. Maybe I'm totally naive, but I would, I would think running an election would be more, a special election would be more expensive. It's expensive. And it leads to like, there are so many consequences to this, the money that it's going to take the, you know, every time we keep having these elections, we have voter exhaustion. Yeah. We need all of these voters next year because we have the midterms coming up and it's going to be incredibly consequential. We're barely holding on to the house. We don't really, really have the Senate because we got ding dong out there on his houseboat and ding dong number two out there going to brunch that she can't reschedule. Cause you know, it's very important. Lots to do. So <laughs> these are going to be incredibly important midterms. And I'm very worried that now we have on top of everything, some voter exhaustion. I wonder if that's part of the strategy too. Like, is that just a, now is that a, is that a conspiracy thing? Maybe like it's, that's just a bonus to what they're doing. Or is that a strategy of like, you know what, if we go through this, we'll also have some voter exhaustion. And when we have a lower turnout, we win. Like, I, 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 think I don't know. that that's probably just an added bonus. Yeah. Because I think, I don't know how many people will actually have voter exhaustion. Um, I think one Big extra gamble. election isn't necessarily going to be the thing that like switches, but you know, for like a large majority, but if we keep doing this, like Virginia's just voting all the time now that is exhausting. <laughs> right. Yeah. They've had a ton of like school board and special, you know? Yeah. But. So, so what recourse is there then for Newsom? You know, he's, he's not great. He's not terrible. He's just kind of like, Oh dude, whatever. But you know, when he did that, when he went to that dinner, I mean, that's like as dumb as it sounds, it's just a dinner. On the other hand, that's pretty serious. Like you put into place what I believe are good measures to keep people safe. Our governor in Michigan did the same thing, Governor Whitmer, and I support her. I, I think that locking us down the way she did, you know, was was good. Um, I think that she tried to work with our Republican House and Senate and they did it first and then they went, no, nah, we don't have to anymore. And she went, then screw you. I'm going to write executive orders. Mm -hmm. And I, and by the way, I hate executive orders. We are not a, a, a tyranny, a single ruler type country or state or anything. Aren't like, we, I mean, we're not, I mean, we're not supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? And so for us, for our leaders to continue to write executive order after executive order, after executive order, after like, it gets just to be way too much. And mm -hmm. looking back, like this has happened since George Washington, he wrote executive orders, only a couple, maybe whatever, like not a ton, but every president does. In our modern times though, our recent presidents from like Bush one, I think even Reagan up until now, like they keep doing more. So for Newsom to write an executive order to overturn the vote that just happened, that's not okay. Like, that's not okay. I don't want the death penalty to be in, in existence either. I, I am against the death penalty, but also dude, y'all voted on it to keep it in place. It's not like 
you started it up. This death penalty across our country has been in existence in some form or fashion for a very long time. As dumb as that vote is, and as disappointed as I am in voters who said, yeah, go ahead and keep it, they did. So whatever. So I think that was a, a big mistake for Newsom. I believe that the um, putting these things into place and then going against them on his own just to be like, I'm going to go to this fancy restaurant just because I can. Like, nope, that's not okay, man. You cannot. That's, that's not okay. I think he deserves to have some kind of a, of a punishment, whatever, whatever that looks like. But a recall? Like, come on. I just feel like that's. It's too far. I don't know. And there's no reason for it. So what, I mean, where do you think this is going? Like how, what are, what are you seeing in news and in conversations? I don't know. I don't know. I, I do think we're going to be able to squeak by just because of a couple of things. First of all, all the ballots went to the house. Everybody's every in theory, but had a couple of people have been like, I have not got my ballot yet, but in theory, everyone had their ballot mailed to their house. So it's pretty easy to vote in California for the most part. Also, no stamp needed for your ballot. Um, and I might be biased, but I think that's probably one of the most important things that we do here in California. So I think we m maybe, maybe can squeak by because it's so easy to vote. But I'm very worried. I'm, I don't feel confident enough to even really be able to say I want to once we get a little bit closer, there are just still so many outstanding ballots that I don't really know that I ha am ready to say if I think we're going to be able to pull this off or not. I do think that if we can't pull it off, we're going to end up with Larry Elder as the governor. And that is horrifying to me. Why is he the front runner? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's the same question as to why Trump won. Yeah. How, how does that level of, of hatred and vile and dumb dumbery, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, the thing is that the, like, like for Trump anyway, I don't know about anything about Larry Elder, but, they're air quotes, successful business people like Trump's had plenty of failures, plenty of bailouts and plenty of scams, but you're obviously smart enough to do something right. But you're also just clueless on so I, many things. I, you know what? I'm going to push back a little bit on that with only with Trump. I can't really speak to Larry Elder because I don't know enough about him and his business. And also what I'm going to say doesn't really apply to him, which is that people like Trump who had money to start with fail up and particularly white men. So mm -hmm. I can't say for, I don't know that he is that smart. I think that we coddle and he was, his, you know, failures were seen. He was able to twist that emotionally. He didn't have any money before he went on the apprentice. It's not like he had so much money and his businesses were so great. They weren't. No, they, no, they were. He, he had, he had a lot of failures, but in the, in the stories that I've heard, interviews and, and podcasts I've listened to and stuff like it's hard to under it's hard to know exactly what he makes or whatever but he was on the different Forbes list year after year he had real estate he had made some Didn't deals he in lie New York. about the Forbes list you like, can't lie you can't lie them? about the Forbes I don't like, well, lie to them no because they do their own research they they do a lot of their own research it's not perfect but they do a lot of their own research so I don't I don't think so but I could be wrong but he like he he what he he was definitely a multimillionaire. Now he also leveraged a lot of debt, mm -hmm. and all he had to do they had to do was cash in that debt, and he'd have been broke. So there's a lot of again a lot of scam going on, from what I understand. Um, so then, I guess I would continue to push back and say, is that successful or is that being 
a white man in America who was born with money and is able to leverage that power that he did not acquire himself into. Oh yeah. I mean, a, it's like a very fragile amount of power. It's definitely that. Okay. There's a whole lot of privilege that's involved in that, but that's still success. I mean, that's like, you're still successful. You still have your private jet. You've got your, he he's had casinos. He had golf resorts. Like he still has it all. It's still success. It's still, he's still filthy rich. He just is a grifter too and scams people from their, from their money. So he does, he does both. But the fact is like people think that he's more successful than what he is. Like, I think what, I think what you're saying is, is he really that successful or is he as con artist? Oh, he's a con artist. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think both things are true. See, I don't, I don't know if I'm promise I'm not trying to just be like a contrarian, but I have a hard time agreeing that he is successful if his money is tied up in debts and somebody could like that turn off the switches for him. And he's a hell of a salesperson. grifted all of it. Yeah. Yeah. He can be a hell of a salesman, but like, That's... listen, we saw death of a salesman. Well, we read it. Um, was that guy successful? I, I mean, you know? he's not Trump though. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I, know. I, I, I have a hard time. I understand. I understand what you're saying. And, and I, and I think, I, I think we're on the same. I think I'm with you. When somebody says to me, well, he's a, he's a successful businessman. I'm like, no, he's not. He's failed again and again and again. He's just leveraged debt. He's sold people on bullshit promises. He's a grifter who's happened to find success. Doesn't make him a successful business person. Okay. So I'm, so I'm, I'm with you, but also he, like it's worked. He's got his name on buildings. I don't. He's, well, we like, could we could change that if we wanted to. <laughs> I really can't. But you know, any but anyway, I mean, the, the fact is, like, I what I don't understand is how somebody like him or like Larry Elder, dude. When you say something like we owe former slaveholders and their families money, how are you not just buried in America? Are you he kidding also me? Also, thinks that you should employers should be able to ask women if they have kids, if they're planning on having kids and when they're planning on having kids. Is this guy real? Is this real. Yeah. This isn't a satire. Like this isn't, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen in disguise that I'm aware of. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even, even in my more conservative days that just disgusts me. Like as a much more progressive human now, I, it infuriates me, but even, like, no, what? No, you can't. No. And why would you like, why? Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. Um, you got to figure out the, if you can promote them. Cause you know, if a lady has a baby, then the lady is always thinking about the baby and lady can't think about work. If lady has baby. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> lady can't multitask. <laughs> yeah. Untrue. <laughs> right. Uh, so the recall election coming up, you got to vote on both. Um, is Newsom on the can't be second list? No, he can't be. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> I know. Because I mean, you could say no and then vote for him again. Like no, I think but if we should have, I think we should have said no and then put our lieutenant governor because the lieutenant governor is not like the vice president. You don't you elect them separately, but you and you can message it. So you can say, listen, here's the messaging: no on the recall, and then. For the second question, here's who you're voting for. It doesn't have to be a lieutenant governor. It can be anyone. Someone who the governor has worked with, but also who has worked in California Democratic politics. So you could kind of message it with 
not tying those two so close together, but just say, here's a vetted California Democrat as a backup plan. We don't want him to be recalled. Here's the backup plan. I think it's poor messaging. I think it's hubris. I think it's dangerous. Um, and I frankly think it is all him. <laughs> like I, he, you know, I think he's the one that, cause as the governor, he is like the head California Democrat. We're going to end up with the, the, you know, we're going to end up with Diane Feinstein deciding that now is the time to step down. And then Larry Elder is going to put a Republican in that open Senate seat. And then we've lost the Senate. And this all this work that we say we want to do but can't do because Joey Joey Manchie is on the houseboat. Uh, you know, we can't do that kind of stuff because now we don't have the the Senate. I got a mess in California, man. I know. Somebody sent me a text about it the other day. It was like, "Are you kidding me that we could do 51% to recall him and then replace it with a governor that's won like 22% of the vote?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "What is this democracy?" I was like, "It's uh, it's like arguably <laughs> because on the one hand, in theory, if everybody could just like be chill for a second, I guess the idea of a recall is not wild, not for right. not in this moment, but just like in general, oh, I think sure. that the threshold should be higher. But I think the state being able to say like, hey, we're not wild about this person that we elected. Mm, because it's a six-year term for a governor, it's like, okay, I, I guess I can see it. I do think the threshold is way too low, but okay. But this is, and the second person or the second question, you should have to get the majority vote. These are not vetted candidates. So what about, I mean, when you say that it should be the majority, we've also talked about like rank choice voters oh. or voting, right? Like, yeah. I guess I, I guess my my dumbass question to you is why does it have to be the majority? If people vote for them and they're the majority of all of the different ranks, then they win. And if you want that for everything else, rank choice voting is majority. Let's say it's you, you're on the ballot, I'm on the ballot, and Big Bird's on the ballot, and then so people vote. Um, voting in, for Big Bird. Well, you know he's got a great platform. He wants taller doors. Um, <laughs> And uh, better feather removal. So the way it would work is if the majority of people outright said Big Bird, 51%, you know, 50, 50 plus said Big Bird, then that's it. Game over. Big Bird has won that election. If 40%, like nobody gets 50%, then you take the lowest performing candidate, the lowest number one out. It's very hard without a visual. Gets kicked out. And then whoever voted for that person, we take their number two and place it as the number one candidate for them. So let's say people voted for me as their number one choice, but I'm the lowest performing candidate and their number two choice is Big Bird. Then I'm kicked off the ballot. I'm, I'm out. Big Bird now is the number one for all of those. Then they recount everything, all the number ones or all the Big Birds as number one. And then maybe that's 50%. So, so hard without a visual. I'm so sorry to everyone so listening this, and just now learning about ranked choice voting because it broke my brain for a really long time. And now it's very hard for me to explain it just without a visual. So I'm really sorry to everyone. And uh, at Kim Moffat, and I will walk you through this. I will go live on Twitter. That's not a thing. I will show you what no, ranked choice voting is. They have Twitter spaces, oh, okay. right? Okay, well, let's go live on Twitter and talk about ranked choice voting. But so you do need 50% of the vote with ranked choice voting. Okay. Yeah. So you could, so this, 
this uh, recall could be ranked choice, but it's not. It's just simple. Whoever has the most votes of all 100 candidates, it could be 5% of the vote entirely. But if everybody else has less than 5%, they just get it. There are just so many candidates. Also, yes, like all elections should be ranked choice voting when it comes to candidates. We It could not be here in California. California does not do ranked choice voting. Right. Which is silly. Everyone should do it. It's fun. Man, there's just <laughs> so much. Nothing's fun anymore. Nothing's fun anymore, Kim. You've stolen all but my joy. Choice voting is fun. Yeah, I do what I can. I'm Kim. <laughs> uh, gosh. All right. So, I mean, what's next? What do you like? The 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 votes coming up when this when this airs. The votes coming up in a week. Whenever but you listen you to this, who knows? But vote. If if you are listening to this before September 14th, if you are a California resident who is an eligible voter, vote. You can go to where the people.org slash California recall. I'm happy to talk about it. You can go, come to go to my socials, go to the where the people socials, all that kind of stuff. Happy to talk about it. If you do not live in California and you're listening to this before the 14th and you know a Californian, get in there. Talk. Don't you don't even have to ask people, hey, how are you voting? Just did you turn in your ballot? Turn in your ballot, please. It's under the cushions or it's under the mail or it's under your cat. Find it. It's so easy. You don't need a stamp. It just has to be postmarked by the 14th. You can take it to a ballot box. You can throw it in the mail. You can vote in person if that's something you're feeling comfortable with. But please, please, please turn in your ballot and don't be shy about making sure that everyone else did too. Ah, we got to fix this. Uh, this political machine. Kim. Yeah. Vote for me. Write me in for the second question. <laughs> I mean, it's not broken because it was set up this way. Like, this is the way it's set up. So it's done. It's working just fine. Yeah. For those who needs to. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's California recall. So if you're not confused, uh, we didn't do our job right. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really want to again apologize because I don't think I helped. I definitely didn't help explain ranked choice voting. I don't think I helped um, in general, but I really hope that you vote still. <laughs> I mean, I think ranked choice made sense to me. It, it, it's fine. But I've seen the visual, too, so that might help. Well, listen, Californians, good luck. Thanks. We need it. Stop recalling your governor less than a year from the next election. And Newsom, pull your head out of your shoe and uh, do better. And don't make dinner plans during the pandemic. Dumb, dumb. Anyway, uh, there you go. So that's My America, uh, the California recall in My America this week. So good luck. Thank you. Are we on social media? We are uh, at My America Pod, and then MyAmericaPod at gmail.com. That's not social, but it's email, but it is social because we're socializing. Oi. Uh, so do all that. And I'm at Dan Moyle on the social medias, and you are at I Like to Confuse Voters. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At please, 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 please just turn in your ballot and vote no on the recall. It's so stupid. That's too many letters, I think, in my handle. At Kim Moffat. There you go. Hit us up. Send us questions. And uh, as always, this is our My America, but it's also yours. Uh, if you've got something you want to talk about, hit us up. Uh, our next couple of conversations we're having, Kim, we're talking about universal health care. We're talking about um, homelessness or unhoused and the Housing First Initiative. So we're talking about housing for Americans. And we're going to be talking about Q and Pizzagate, the danger of conspiracy theories today. So if any of that trips your interest 
hit us up on social media, throw us a question or an idea. Maybe you'll even be on the show. Uh, we're looking Ooh. to expand a little bit this year. So there you go. All at My America Pod.